0: Well, guys, good morning. Uh, my name is Casey, one of the pastors here at uh, in New City Church, and uh, man, this uh, we we're we're kind of, I think all of us are still coming down from last week. Uh, you know, we had three baptisms. We had uh, throughout the whole weekend had uh, four hundred. I can't remember four hundred thirty some odd between Good Friday and all four services on Sunday morning. And the cool thing is, on this on Sunday, it wasn't like a lot of duplicated people. We had people serving. Actually, I got to hand it to the Alcorns here um those cats from guys are crazy man they're like they're like they come in for the 815 service they greet and they're like oh we need some people for greeting on the second Thursday so we'll hang out so they just like hung out for all three services man I appreciate that a whole bunch I mean like you have no idea today uh, you know we're going into the story again and if you don't know what the story is it's an abridged version of the Bible uh hang in there guys we're actually uh, like three more chapters in the story and we're done with it I think that's right if I'm doing my math correctly but um, but if you don't know what it is, an abridged version of the Bible, it's written in chronological order, taking a few breaks here and there to kind of go through some different things that we're doing uh, that we want to concentrate on. Uh, but we've gone from Genesis all the way up to now we're kind of in the book of Acts, and this chapter 28 is called The New Beginnings. It's called New Beginnings, actually, and it's really uh, really takes chapters one, chapters 1 through 10 of Acts and busts out some highlights in Acts and, and really helps us understand that, after the resurrection, the church grew mightily. Hey, I'm gonna grab my coffee real quick. I've been battling allergies all week. Uh, you should have heard me Thursday morning when I went through the run through of this. <coughs> and uh, man, it was it was nuts. Uh, not near the harmonium, right? Right on top. Would that be good, Daniel? No. Okay. <laughs> Daniel gave me the evil eye. Um, that's all right. I still love you. But um, yeah, uh, you know, it, and we're, so we're going through this um, this thing called the. The story and like I said we're talking about the the new church called new beginnings and you know if you remember two weeks ago we talked about the difference between being a a fan of Jesus and a follower of Jesus fan of Jesus being somebody who says yeah I'm a Christian yeah me and Jesus is tight yeah it's all good yeah I mean but haven't really stepped into that whole idea of what it means to to follow Jesus and be a be a, a, a genuine no matter what Jesus says to do I do because he's not just my savior he's my lord Last week, if you remember, uh, when we celebrated Resurrection Sunday, we looked at the resurrection of Jesus, and with that firm foundation and understanding that the resurrection of Jesus happened, that we walk with a godly swagger. And if you remember, I asked you not to be that guy, right? Not that guy that's too saved, that wants to to put every spiritual little nugget of information to try to make people think they're real spiritual and that kind of thing, but have a, a genuine boldness and a genuine confidence and a genuine swagger in the lord that we can walk in absolute confidence that jesus rose from the dead this week here's what we want to do we want to look into the the early post-resurrection church when the church started it's 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 basically in its infancy the and there's so many things in this in this chapter of the story where we can look at and, and man i was like i was debating on where to go with it because when you start going over 10 chapters of acts what can't i mean everything is like a highlight in that I mean things like how the Holy Spirit filled the disciples at Pentecost, I man that was kind of kind of bonkers, right? They had flames of fire and that kind of thing. I mean all kinds of started speaking in people's language that they can understand It's like what it's like it'd be like somebody coming in here and I could speak French to them or something about, They'd be like, man, these guys are off the rockers, right uh, how three thousand people were baptized in the same day, man, that's just crazy, man, we had three last week, and it wore us out, right I mean. Yeah, can you imagine 3,000 in one day? How Paul went from a, a persecutor of Jesus to a not only a defender of and a, and a follower of Jesus, but went to his death for Jesus. How Peter went from being a denier of Christ to being bold and even in the face of persecutors. How the disciples actually embraced the persecution and as James said, considered it pure joy. How the disciples in prison were set free by god the cells just opened the shackles came off their hands and their feet and you'd be like man there'd be so much great stuff that we could preach about but there's one thing that, that 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 actually when i was doing some extra studying in the in, in looking at this at the scriptures in acts six and seven one thing popped out at me this past tuesday Pete was in the meeting with me and i said whoa wait a second let me let me just read it to you guys real quick and 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 when it, when i looked at it I said man this is this is nuts so in the story on page 397, and it starts this account of Stephen, who is one of the first people to what's called what, what many people consider the first deacon as to be chosen to do some service. But one verse popped out of me that I had never seen before. And let me preface this by saying, sometimes we get into doing a lot of different things in the church, and sometimes we wonder, is this really spiritual? like, like for example, like we've got a parking team, which by the way. Freaking kudos to you guys last week out there in that slush, nasty, snow, junk, whatever the heck that was. You guys, I mean, like four of you guys in umbrellas and stuff, helping people in. Awesome stuff. But sometimes we go, well, that's just really cool, sort of a, a practical, I mean, that's not really a spiritual thing, is, is it? And we start saying, do we really need to have coffee out? By the way, we don't have to have coffee, but I mean, what's really the purpose? Is there anything spiritual that. i mean come on helen goes and gets donuts every single week for us thank you mama helen for the donuts all right for real awesome but is that really necessary i mean do we really need a kids' city program right i mean i mean seriously man we're teaching kids like do they, do they, do we really need that kind of do we really need uh skylar and david out there pulling weeds this morning and spreading mulch do we but give it up for them guys too all right do we really need, I mean, this is the debates that when Pete and I are talking, it's like, man, I know that, I know that that these things are nice, but are they necessary? And for some people, they'll say, no, but so I got my world rocked this week, guys. Look what happens in Acts 6, verses 1 through 7. It said, in those days, and we were talking about the days of the early church, the days when all this stuff was going on, when 3,000 people were getting baptized and all kinds of things were happening, and there was great persecution happening and the church was going whoo man we're new we're gone we're going bonkers for this listen to what it said in those days when the number of disciples was increasing the hellenistic jews among them complained against the hebraic jews now the hebraic jews and the hellenistic jews were just a couple of different sects of the jewish people that had come to know christ the hellenistic jews spoke greek they kind of intermingled a little bit more with the culture the hebraic jews were staunch conservatives saying they I, we only speak Hebrew. I don't care who we're in front of because that's what God said for us to do. And, I, you know, there's all kinds of debate about that. But here's why I, I can't imagine that those two kinds of sects would have any problems. But they do, right? So the tw- he said the Hebraic Jews, among them, complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked for the daily distribution of food, right? So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, it would not be right for us to neglect the, listen, the ministry of the word of God order to wait on tables there's nothing wrong with waiting on tables but here's what was happening the 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 original 12 disciples or the original 11 disciples plus Matthias who was added when Judas killed himself or after Judas killed himself (coughs) the the issue was that they were trying to do it all Right, they were trying to, trying to preach, they were trying to hand out food, they were trying to make sure the, the, the weeds got pulled, make sure the coffee got made, make sure somebody got the don't you know, They were just, oh, running around all over the place, right? And all of a sudden, the, the, there, was, there was an ineffective, uh, ineffectiveness in the ministry. And they said, it wouldn't be right for us to neglect the ministry of what God has given us in order to wait on tables. Nothing wrong with waiting on tables. But the, apparently they thought it was important enough not to cut out this program, right? Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and we'll give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the Word. In other words, what God has called us to do, we're going to concentrate on so that the, 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 the ministry can continue and it won't get bogged down. Listen, this proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen. All right, you mind? Man, now, Stephen is a bad mamma jamma, man. Stephen is one of my favorite people in all of the scriptures. I, I love this cat, and I'll talk to you about that here in a second. But Stephen, full of, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. And also Philip, probably, oh gosh, Joy, help me with these. Procurus, N- N- oh man, I don't know. Nicanor, man, Nicanor, I don't know. Timon, Par- Parmenus, and Nicholas, I got Nicholas from Antioch, a convert do to Judaism well oh, lost my place here all right they presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them and this is an amazing thing now think about this they were going to now do start doing some practical things that many people have already looked at hey is it really necessary is that really spiritual well apparently it was it was necessary enough that they laid their hands on them and prayed for them Verse seven is what got me though here 's what happened I mean i'm like I'd never seen this before. Verse 7. So the word of God spread. Something happened when the practical things that needed to be done were assigned to the right people and those people stepped up and said, yeah, we will do this. Something happened because the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased how? Rapidly. And large numbers of priests became obedient to the faith then do you see what happened here people started doing some practical things people that 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 say oh that's not really a spiritual thing that's really more of a secular thing or a worldly thing or something just do that man i'm telling you it is all interconnected can i get an amen i'd never seen that before and i was like whoo man man are we going to do the best coffee in the whole world heck yeah we are man Are we going to provide the best freaking music? Heck yeah, we are, man. Not that we want to entertain or not that we're trying to, we're we're holy and pleasing to God. Because we want the word of God to spread. Because we got 40,000 people coming to our area and somebody's going to have to spread that good news, amen? We're going to need people. And I commend so many people that have done some things. I want to show you some pictures I just uh, took this morning. Man, uh, just just this morning. And I want to say this is, this is with a new, fresh perspective for me that Daniel, working the cameras, right, so the word of God spreads. Next one. This is Kyle in the parking lot so that the word of God can spread. Catch that? This is, let's get these maniacs out here, man. Spreading mulch, man, Skyler and, yeah, and David, man. So that the word of God, he spread the mulch and spread the word of God, right? Look at Cody. Cleaning up, man. Thank you, Code Man, For keeping this place looking good. So that the Word of God can spread. Oh, God's more. Rebecca. <coughs> unpacking the new delivery this morning. So that the Word of God can spread. Right? Rebecca looks very happy. Oh, there you go. Right, that's my picture. My bad. Sorry about that. Who's the is she here? Is she, she's in the copy bar. All right. There you go. Your picture's up. So that the word of God can spread. Next one. Look at this. Jesse. come on, man. So the word of God can spread. Right? Sue down in Kids City, so the word of God can spread. Janice in the infant's room, so the word of God can spread. Guys, look at Parker, man. We're hooking up the sound in Kids City. So that the word of God can spread. Can I get an amen to these? Show the rest of these. Is that all of them? More? Look at these cats, man. Working sound. These are things that are unseen that nobody sees. I mean, Man, it's amazing. Look at all this. Share bear. Come on, give it up. So the word of God can spread. This is my favorite. It actually wasn't taken this morning. This was taken. David's like, that was this morning? Matt Miller, when he was here. Matt Miller, when he was here, saw David in the back room praying for us. So that the word of God can spread. Amen? See, the word of God didn't spread because of a new program or a new Bible study or a community event or that people were coddled or that they were yelled at and made intentionally uncomfortable. They were spread because guys like OG and Lonnie and Kyle work security and make sure everything's safe for us and all that kind of stuff. They were spread because practical. You can start filling out your bulletins. Practical duties were being done. See, people with different gifts were were doing what they were supposed to do, and great gifted people were chosen to do the not quote and I say and I say this in quotes but but non spiritual tasks like, like like Stephen. I'm going to talk about Stephen here in a second because I want to give you a glimpse of just the kind of man Stephen was that was chosen to do. Something like, as, as simple as putting an apron on and handing out uh, succotash to, to people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously, this is an amazing thing. He was a guy that was willing to, to do the serving, but, but a man full of the Holy Spirit and power. Because there should be no separation between the tasks and the, the holy stuff, right? Like the, the meditation on God, the prayer, and that kind of thing. All of it is holy. Everything we do, every email, every text, everything that we do spreads the word of God. You guys know, you guys with me? I with me? Amen? You guys know Elder Charlie Blair, right? Charlie Blair. Charlie Blair has a great, uh, a great blog and he's actually getting quite a uh, following. I want you guys to go on to lifeengage.com uh, forward, forward slash blog. Um, uh, sign up for the blog and you will actually get an, an, uh, an email all the time. His whole ministry in this blog is to, to see that there is no separation between the the workplace and the ministry of God, that, that it's all holy, that everything that we do is as unto the Lord. And if you guys don't know, man, I, I man, about four years ago when I got called to the ministry to actually actual be a pastor, I got called to the ministry back in 2008, uh, and I didn't know what that meant, but I was a youth pastor for about six years. About four years ago, I got called to, to pastor a church. Didn't really know what that meant. Had some guys tell me I needed to go visit folks here at New City Church. And I, you know, and I, and I went and just, just talked to them. I said, guys, I don't know what to do, but, but I'm wondering what I do as, I mean, I have no idea. Do I just start a church in my basement? What do, what, what do I do? Some of you guys have heard this. And so they looked at me like, man, we don't know. We don't know what God's calling you to do, but why don't you hang out with us? Um, and, and do whatever. And so for almost a year, I shined shoes, cleaned toilets, did whatever, I needed, you know, just I didn't care. I, I was like, I wanted to hang out with these guys that knew what it means to truly not just preach, but to pastor a church, to lead people to, in, into into the works of ministry, to to train up the saints for the works of ministry. These guys knew how to do it. And all I did, man, I just said, I just want to hang out with you guys and learn whatever you guys do. And so, man, that's all I did was 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 just uh, look at uh, try different things and look at different things and 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 clean different things and led different things and started different uh different activities and things i mean it was it was crazy like and I, in the back of my mind i 'm going man is this is this stuff really the spiritual stuff I need to be doing and now i 'm finding out more and more it absolutely without a doubt is i can 't tell you though because the 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 what the church has done here and the the it being a new church and how many new people are coming all the time and how many visitors we seem to be having every week uh, i get often a, a calls from people saying hey uh i and, I, and, I, and I, a couple of examples man one guy man very prominent in another church in olathe said man i'm hearing what's going on in your place man I, i've worked with great mission stuff i've done led some great things i've done some really cool stuff um you know, I've led youth. I want to help you get your church off the ground and everything. amen. But I want to go to a place where my talents and my abilities can be used. Man, I looked at this guy and I said, I man, we're having lunch. And I said, bro, how, how well can you follow, right? How well can you do the mundane tasks? How well can you do the common stuff that, that's not maybe going to get celebrated? How well can you do that? Man, that dude, I mean, you should say he almost ran out the door. You know, had some lady send me, I mean, I'm like, this is a Facebook message. It was like, like all the stuff she had ever done, both professionally and in her ministry and, and literally said, I want to do whatever I need to do in your church. Can I, when can I start? And I said, like, uh, uh, how about if you come and visit with us for, you know, a couple of weeks and just get to know some people? Well, you know, I mean, it was, it was like a, a really bizarre, conversation. look, I want to help you get youth started i want to help you get boom and and everything and like uh wow uh can you come and hang with us and, and serve a little bit you know i mean we want to kind of do that no you don't understand uh i you know it was like it was more like i will help i will bring my talents to you rather than somebody that can come in and 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 follow and submit and learn ultimately because if they can't honestly man if we can't submit to one another we can't submit to god and i don't want people like that leading things in the church amen first corinthians 12 paul wrote to the church in corinth and it's a very similar thing to similar kind of church as what's going on in the churches in america man but but it's, it was really a messed up jacked up church but here's what paul said to the church in corinth in, in verse starting in verse 12 of chapter 12 it says just as a body <coughs> though one has many parts but all its many parts form one body so it is with christ For we are all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we are all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not need to, I do not belong to the body, it, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? That'd be kind of cool. I think it was in Monsters, Inc., right? A big old eyeball. Uh, I don't know. Just get a visual there. If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? Couldn't even get a Mr. Potato Head out of this, right? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. Amen. And we are that one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. Shoo. Sure. I added that. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. You stink. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are what? Indispensable. Amen. Amen. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment at all. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it. So that there should be no division in the body, but its parts should have equal concern for one another. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And all God's people said, amen. Every duty in the church is holy. Man, and I rock my world, and I hope it clarifies for us. Man, if there's ever been any hesitation for us to start, man, holding back or anything like that, any serving, I'm not trying to wear people out. Here's the thing, man, if you're new with us, you're coming from another church, you're worn out you're hurt whatever it is i want you to take a couple months and rest i'm not going to ask you to start doing anything please and but for some of us i want us to i want to challenge us to be thinking how do i need how can i make the word of god spread because every time i i, I serve a cup of coffee every time i shake a hand every time i help somebody get checked in in kid city every time i help somebody find where the bathroom is the word of god spreads what do i need to do amen is that cool is that cool so here's what I want you to be thinking, because everything we do must be intentional in bringing kingdom. Everything we do is like, how is this storming the, the gates of hell? How is this truly bringing God's kingdom? How is this kingdom come by what I do? And so finally, I want to leave, and I'm going to have the, have the band come on back up here in a sec, because I want to leave you with, because so many times people think, well, and, I, and I've heard people say this, I'm, I'm just greeting at the door, Right? But that's not really serving. I mean, I, I, and you heard what I talked about, like the, the lady that said, oh, I want to use my talents. And the guy said, I wanted to have a place where my talents and my abilities and all that kind of stuff can be used, like like to the, to the fullest. And I, I understand that. But, but look at the kind of man that was used to put on an apron and, and, and give some coffee out to somebody, give some food out to somebody, to, to do the, the practical stuff. Because in Acts 6 and 7, you start realizing... That this guy, Stephen, is a bad, bad man. Like one of the baddest man's except for Jesus to ever live. Now I'm telling you, this guy is a this guy is a hoss. Stephen, if you look at Acts 6 and 7, because he's so powerful, the people that were in the religious elite grabbed him. Folks named the Sanhedrin grabbed him and falsely accused him. Man, and he sat, they sat him down. And they started accusing him, and they were going to nail him out. (coughs) And Stephen started going back all the way to Genesis and talking about what they did to Moses, how they got Moses wrong and all the prophets wrong. And And he told him, man, he said, you're getting it all wrong throughout history. You're on the wrong side of history. Man, this guy was bold, full of the Holy Spirit. A coffee maker? Powerful guy? Greeting? Working in Kid City? Working in parking area? This guy? And he finally told the Sanhedrin as he's surrounded by all these people. And he's not scared at all. Verse 51 of Acts 7. You stiff-necked people. This is just a humble servant. Your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. You are just like your ancestors. You always resist who? The Holy Spirit. Not Stephen. Not Stephen. Was there ever a prophet your ancestors did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. You have received the law that was given through angels, but you have not obeyed it. This dude is not playing. This Stephen is not playing. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious, and they gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of what? I should have said, who? My fault. Looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus. Man, I want you guys in your bulletins To to circle this word standing, underline it, highlight it in your app if you want to, but Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Time out. Something's going on here. Look at Colossians 3, where the Messiah is what? Seated. Seated. Revelation 3.21 and sat down with my father on his throne that's Jesus himself talking Mark 16.19 the Lord Jesus was taken up into heaven and sat down Isaiah 6.1 I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne man if you don't realize what is going on here, this is the only time in all of Scripture that the, that the Lord is depicted as standing. As standing. This is the it. This is the only time. And it is because a guy that makes coffee, a guy that puts on an apron, a guy that washes dishes, a guy that works out in the parking area, a guy that serves in Kids City, a guy that does security is filled with the Holy Spirit, is unafraid, and defends the Lord Jesus Christ himself with absolute, unabashed courage, complete, to the point where Stephen says, Look, I see heaven open up, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they covered their ears, and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him. At that. Why? Because just because Jesus was standing? No, because kings and queens and dignitaries never get off their throne unless they are honoring somebody. And here's what Jesus does as Stephen is doing his thing. Jesus is like, whoo, that's my boy. Look at that man. Y'all, y'all, check that. Oh, heavenly host, man. Look at my boy. Look at what he's doing. Go, Stephen. At this, they covered their ears. Yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man man named Saul. And while they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he fell on his knees and cried out to the Lord, 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 do not hold this sin against them when he had said this he fell asleep and i imagine and i wish this was uh, depicted in the in the scriptures but but in my funky weird brain i'm imagining jesus going whoa stephen come on man come up come on baby there you are good job chest bump boom right that's what i'm talking about stephen no fear absolute courage thank you for serving and doing the day to day duties of the church baby gangsta man i love you and so for some of us man when we hear this we're like man you're trying to man this is this is just crazy stuff you're telling me that every time we vacuum and every time we pick up trash and every time we pull weeds and every time we serve in kid city and every time we wash windows you're talking about you're talking about people get saved from that i'm just saying that's what happened amen in the scriptures, when they assigned practical duties, the word of God spread. And I love that. And I thank you guys for who, those of you who are serving. And I wish I could just name every single one of you. We've got a lot of people serving in our church. And as we have more and more people coming into this area, I want us to be the church that's ready for that gospel to spread so that new disciples can be added daily. Amen? Whether you're working in Kid City or the worship team. Worship team is highlighted on the back of your bulletin. If you want to show up on Thursday morning, Thursday evenings at 7 o'clock, right? You guys practice. They worship. They, you, you may say, I don't have anything to do with music. Um, worship is not just music. Amen? Worship is worship. So if you want to show up on Thursday evenings at 7 o'clock, just hang out and worship with the folks that are doing music, man. Do it to it. Man, it's open mic night if you want to. I didn't get your permission. Excuse <laughs> me? Okay, okay, it's semi-open mic night. If you want to work in Kid City, put these things on your Connect cards, man. If you're a visitor, I hope you got handed a Connect card. If not, uh, grab one, fill it out. We want to get to know you. If you want to help in first impressions and greeting and coffee and ushering and parking and security and all this kind of stuff. Guys, we got we had a group of people that are just now starting because we do things intentionally slow for a lot of reasons. We're just now starting a group of people that are gonna our whole I our whole declared ministry is to start a youth ministry. And man, we got some major, crazy plans for this church, both from the building part of the church to the to the to the ministry and the impact we want to have on our community. It's gonna be amazing. And so I want to invite you guys to do the simple things, to embrace some of the monotony of the things that we've got to do, and enjoy the simplicity of serving as it impacts the kingdom. Amen? Father, we love you. We thank you so much for the opportunity to do simple things that, that we have a new a fresh perspective based on your church that you wrote down when people did these practical, simple things, even if it's organizing things, Lord, man, your gospel, your word spread. And thank you for giving us that that hope. Sometimes God, honestly, man, myself, everybody included, man, sometimes I feel like, Like, we do some things, and does it really save anybody to serve coffee? Does it really save anybody to spread mulch? Does it really save anybody? But God, you have shown in your word that distributing food, waiting on tables, saved souls. Either directly or indirectly, it didn't matter. Your word said, so, when that happened, the word of God spread. And may we be that church, Lord that is diligent and energetic and fervent in doing the duties that you've called us to do so that your word can spread to everybody that it's supposed to spread to. It is in your son's amazing and incredible and beautiful and awesome name. All God's people said, amen.